How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me slash growth. That's hbs.me slash growth. You are Locked On Bucks, your daily podcast on the Milwaukee Bucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Bucks. I'm Eric Name, and as always, I'll be joined by Frank Madden. And if you listened on Thursday, you'll know that today I'll also be joined by Dustin Gotze. He's the Chief Marketing Officer for the Milwaukee Bucks. I hope you enjoyed part one of our conversation. If you haven't listened to that, go ahead, go back and check that out. You can find it at Lockdown Bucks, or you can find it at BrewHoop.com. But either way, go take a listen to part one. This will be part two of our conversation. Hope you enjoy it. So I think, uh, you know, you talked a little bit about um, having sort of these young, interesting, dynamic players. Um, you know, when you find out that Giannis is signing for a four-year extension and, you know, you know that he's under contract for five years and given especially Giannis specifically, obviously has this kind of dynamic personality that, you know, there's just something kind of magnetic about it. People just like the guy, you know, people outside Milwaukee, outside Wisconsin, just sort of gravitate towards him to him in a way that um, kind of goes beyond just even the amazing things he can do on a court. Um, You know, when you find out like you're like, okay, we got Giannis on a long term deal. I mean, you thought you would anyway, but um, do you start to think, I mean, does, you know, from a marketing perspective, do you say then, okay, let's think about how we can leverage that specifically. Um, obviously, you want to build the Bucks brand and you know build that affinity in Wisconsin and Milwaukee. And you guys have pushed out towards other parts of the state a lot more the last couple of years. Um, do you now? I mean, should we look for seeing Giannis in you know more places or seeing Giannis used in ways that maybe he hasn't been previously? Given sort of you know the way he's maturing uh, on the court and obviously now becoming more of a fixture with the long term deal. Yeah, you know, I think it's, you know, there's there's sort of a, a few few layers to that, and I think you know, to start with, uh, obviously the, the NBA as a whole, and, and to the casual fan and and that sort of thing is, you know, if you take out sort of the the kind of personal connections we're we're looking to make with people, and um, you know, kind of the the community development side of things, um, it, it it's a star driven league, you know. So if you have faces that people recognize, and and you have you know people that kind of excite people that that certainly makes the op- the the job of of getting people to buy tickets and, and come out and and check you out you know certainly much easier and I think you know we would be um, silly as as you know people start to really identify and and I mean one of those the other things and not you know beyond just sort of the way he he's captivating you know both on the court and sort of his personality we're we're finally getting to that point where we have some guys that you know we know and and can plan for being around uh, for a few years. Um, you know, when you look at, at the, the roster and the way it's made up, John Henson's the only guy that's on the team from, from my first year here. Um, and, you know, this is only my fifth season. So, you know, the, we haven't had that sort of kind of those enduring um, faces the last few years to for people to really get attached to and, and develop. So, you know, for us to have, you know, a guy like Giannis that, that now we know, you know, the next five years he's here, um, 
that really helps us and we can we can really start to develop that personality and use him to to pull people in a little bit um you know you'll see some some tv spots and and some creative that that's a little bit more you know Giannis or jabari centric this year than maybe you have in the past um but we do have to be careful because it is you know from a multitude of standpoints you know it's still 15 guys on the roster each of those guys has you know kind of their story to tell and and has an interesting reason you know and, and a, an opportunity for us to you know potentially take take somebody who's not a fan and and make a connection um so i think you know we we have to walk the balance of you know kind of focusing on on a couple guys who who might be a little more recognizable um you know we certainly we keep an eye on on the q scores and and things like that when the the league sends them out so we know um you know what's out there and 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 who you know not only locally but but nationally or internationally are a little bit more well known but we just have to find a way to to use that you know sort of spotlight to to shine through and, and raise the profile of everybody. So taking, I guess, a look at some of those personalities a little bit this summer, Jabari's made some comments about some social issues. And I know recently Peter Fagan also made some comments about uh, some of the issues in Milwaukee for you. And I guess it's a, a little bit different than just having a basketball game or something like that. How do you try to manage them wanting to speak on those topics because they're topics that are important but also sensitive and i i guess for you it in marketing how do you try to deal with that how do you try to use it i guess does it keep you up at night <laughs> um uh, how do you try to handle that no i don't think it I, I wouldn't say it it keeps me up at night or keeps any of us up at night in in any more than you know just the simple fact that you know there's a, a lot of a lot of real stuff that's going on in the world, and and certainly there are things within our own community that that we want to make sure that we're out in front of and and being a leader and helping to find solutions for. And I think you know from from the player standpoint and and sort of um, you know that perspective, you know first and foremost um, we want to we want to make sure that um, that our players know that that we're supportive of of you know, them saying what's on their mind and then being able to, to, you know, take part in, in things that are important to them. So, you know, if there are issues that are important and, and while, you know, we, we recognize that, you know, there, there are some, you know, things out there that it, it may be controversial or it may be things that, um, you know, not, we, we know not everybody agrees, but it's important for us, you know, from, from an organizational standpoint to, to be able to support our players and, and let them, you know, have a voice in, in the things that are important to them. And I think, you know, the NBA as a whole has been um, great just in terms of of leading on, on social issues. And, you know, we've got a lot of just good community-focused players on our team, you know, like a Jabari, like a, a John Henson, a Michael Carter-Williams, who, you know, want to be active, want to be involved, um, and, you know, are trying to do things in a way that are, are productive and and... In, in trying to find solutions. So, you know, from that standpoint, I think it's, it's, you know, for me personally, from a marketing side, I, I, I love the fact that we have guys who, you know, are willing to go out and, and, and be a part of the community and, and do things and, and, you know, be active in, in ways that go beyond the court. And, you know, that's, that's kind of all we can do is, is support them and, and hopefully, you know, take their, um, 
sort of a place in the community and, and their place in the spotlight and, and, and help affect real change. You mentioned, Dustin, it's, you're going into your fifth year now. So it kind of as you look back over the last five years or four and a half years, whatever it might be, and as you think about the future, you know, the next five years, three years, whatever it is, um, you know, from, from a marketing standpoint, from a business standpoint, um, I imagine, you know, the, the role of social media and the way that, you know, you think about that as a, as a tool has probably been a big theme the last few years. You can, you can, you know, tell me if I'm missing any, I mean, you know, big data, we hear people talking about in every industry and, um, you know, marketing certainly is, I think probably a lot more analytical and, and data driven than maybe many people think, at least people who, you know, there's probably a lot of people who think of, you know, marketing as like, Mad Men advertising, and obviously there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of math that goes into it too. Um, what, what are sort of I mean, are, are there kind of other big trends that that you've seen over the last few years, and um, are those things that you think are, are just going to kind of keep pushing through the next few years as far as um, you know the things that you, you know the, the tools you're going to use and the the big things you need to get your arms around to to do the best job you can from a marketing standpoint, or are there kind of like things that are you know maybe we we haven't even thought about that you think in a year or two could could become really important pieces of of your everyday job. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, the, I, you're, you're right. And I think, you know, people are, are probably surprised at, um, would be surprised at, at how much sort of analytical thought, um, goes into, to the day to day versus, you know, kind of the creative fun stuff. I wish, I wish that my day was, you know, sitting around dreaming up, uh, silly promotions and, um, you know, different ways to, to activate a, a beard night and things like that. But, um, <laughs> but you know, really what it comes down to is it's, it, we're really focused on, on getting to, to really understand, you know, who fans are, what's driving purchase decisions. Um, what's, what, what are our drivers in, in terms of getting people to, to follow, you know, what, what's the propensity of somebody and how do we take them through that journey of, you know, deciding they're going to turn, a game on Fox Sports Wisconsin one night to, um, you know, sing promotion for our Bucks Night Out um, or our Milwaukee Monday type promotions, um, and and wanting to to purchase that ticket to taking them into you know flex plan into season ticket you know kind of that that lifelong journey of the fan but you know even getting more granular into you know one of the things that that we've really gotten a lot more, you know, involved in and, and you have to is, is, you know, modeling out, you know, to the point where, um, you know, we, we know exactly what, what to expect in terms of, um, demand on games. You know, we, we went through, we did an exercise coming into, to this season with our, our analytics team, um, which, you know, if you, you think about how the organization of the, the business has changed, you know, when I got here, you know, little over four years ago, we didn't have a marketing department. We, you know, a fully fledged actual marketing department. I was the kind of the first full-time marketing person that the organization had hired. Um, and we didn't have, you know, we certainly didn't have kind of an analytics department. We weren't looking at things from that standpoint. So, you know, to, to now where we have this analytics team where, you know, we've, we're taking 20 years worth of data and, and being able to put a model together on, on games based on, you know, you traditionally kind of look at things like Saturday nights are going to be better than any other night. You know, obviously the, the top opponents are going to be, you know, where you're going to make some money, but for us to be able to, you know, go through and, and really analyze, you know, okay, so all things being equal, if it's a, a Saturday night and there are, have been two days since the, the previous game versus, you know, we haven't had a home game in, in 10 days. 
what's the difference there? So we, we were able to really, you know, go through and, and analyze and, and put together, you know, r- ranking through where we expected games to be, really start to model revenue and, and forecasting to the point where, you know, once <laughs> once we went on sale with, with flex plans and individual game tickets, you know, that has stacked up and, and we we saw right away, you know, where we might have an opportunity to, to you know, dynamically price, whether that's up or down or do different things to to accurately to meet that. And, you know, we start to see, you know, real results coming in right away. And I think, you know, then the, the other side of that and kind of the, the adage in, in marketing and advertising for years has always been that, you know, half of your advertising works. You just don't know which half. <laughs> um, so we're... We're really good. I mean, we're to the point where, you know, we track every single impression that's in the market, whether that's, you know, through a TV spot or a radio spot to a billboard or, you know, digital impression to, you know, emails that go out, you know, really compiling every single sort of point of contact we have so that we can start modeling and seeing, you know, where things kind of can affect trends, where things can affect, you know, whether it's, you know, generates a directly do a ticket sale or, you know, gets one more person to, to watch a game or, you know, that sort of, sort of thing. How can we really start to define, you know, what, what that marketing is doing in a way, you know, beyond just this person saw a commercial, went to bucks.com and bought a ticket. I'd imagine all that data and trying to figure that out had to be a bit overwhelming at first. Like once you kind of figured out like, oh, I'm actually going to look at these numbers, right? Oh yeah, I mean it's it's still a little bit overwhelming, and I think every, you know even you know as I you know talk about kind of building a, a an ROI model around you know every everything that's out there, our analytics guys were kind of like, okay, well you know give me an example of of another team that's you know got something that we can start from. I was like, yeah, sorry guys, I don't I don't really have that. And, <laughs> you know, I was kind of hoping you'd be able to help with that. So um, you know, so and I think. You know, every team is sort of at this stage where, um, you know, we're we're rushing to to get this. It's you know, I think the the last couple of years, you know, certainly in in our industry, and I would imagine it's it's the case amongst many is you know you you start to realize that you have all this data, um, and it's there's this you know sort of rush the last couple of years of we've got to collect all this, you know. We've got we've got to get our data warehouse. We've got to get our visualizations, without really ever any necessarily foresight or thought of okay, what are we actually trying to learn from all this? So I think you know you have to to kind of you know slow down to go fast a little bit, and I think that's where we're at just in terms of of you know really taking a look at what are we actually trying to measure, what do we actually want to know, and then going out and and specifically you know putting things in place to do that as opposed to just, you know, we, we are still collecting as much data as possible and, and doing all that, but, you know, really in terms of analyzing it and, and trying to understand, you know, what's going on, you know, we, we've got we've to have some strategy into even deciding what we're trying to, to figure out and track to start with. So that was a little bit heavier. Um, let's go lighter. What's What's been the most uh, fun project you've worked on? Or maybe the most fun part of your day? Whatever it may be. Um, let, just think yeah. of fun and tell me about fun. <laughs> I, I would say, I mean, yeah, Giannis is, is fun. I mean, you know, I, I won't even say it because you'll just tell me I'm bragging again. But, you know, I mean, just my day-to-day of... Um, you know, 
being around. You know, we've we've been doing our our player video and photo shoots for the season the last couple of days. So, you know, getting to, to see the personality of of all of these guys, um, you know, Giannis is still just incredible both on and off off camera. But you know, guys like like Michael Beasley, um, who I think you know people are just really gonna kind of fall in love with when they get to know him um, and, and things like that. So, I mean, that's that part of my job is is still still incredibly fun. But I think you know from a a standpoint of you know, sort of memorable things and, and kind of career making things. Um, you know, the, the whole last year with, um, with the rebrand and, you know, being able to, to, you know, really (laughs) start from, you know, from scratch on, on redesigning a brand, um, redesigning the, the uniforms, redesigning kind of the whole story of, of a, of a team is, you know, one of those incredible, like, once in a career sort of things. Um, and, you know, truthfully, I, I hope it's only once in a career because, you know, that, that summer was also, you know, the, the summer of kind of putting all that together was, was certainly, you know, just, I mean, it was, it was, you know, incredibly fun, but also, you know, very long and very stressful trying to, to push to, to get all that done and, and in a place we were happy with, but, um, you know, to, to be able to, come into um a new market and and be able to to really put an imprint on you know the direction of this organization you know visually and kind of creatively for the next you know hopefully 50 years is is pretty cool we we kind of alluded to earlier i think um it seemed like part of that rebrand was you know rebranding the team i mean you look at the the logos right there's there's a logo that has the the state of wisconsin on it right and um incidentally my favorite logo of the new ones but um and and along with that mine too (laughs) good answer and along with that um you know last couple years we've seen uh the team i think this is the third year i want to say where you know there's been these bus trips around the around mm-hmm. the state um where you've shipped i think i think chris middleton might have been in the first one and thon and, and malcolm brogdon were, were part of this one this year um and it, you know it seems like there's this real kind of conscious um belief that okay we need to make this uh, a statewide brand and you know more you know you may never be the packers um or maybe not even the brewers um and maybe part of that is just the demographics of nba fans versus those other sports but um how important is that to you guys uh and and you know obviously you're not going to sell a lot of tickets to people who are you know seven hours uh, away by by car but how does that kind of fit into the overall kind of philosophy of the team and the branding and you know do you do you have a key metric that you look for in terms of whether it's you know tv ratings up in Monaco or something <laughs> like like how do you kind of think about that and and the progress that you guys are are making and obviously the effort that you're putting into it yeah i mean it's a look we we have a, a sort of the um, you know, vision. We want to, we want to be kind of America's team. You know, we want to be that darling team that, that everybody, um, everybody loves and is kind of pulling for. But um, you know, that's that's sort of pie in the sky, down the road sorts of things. But you know, think I think from a standpoint of you know what what we're really focused on, what the what's attainable is. You know, we need to to really be you know Wisconsin's NBA team. And I, I don't think there's any reason you know we can't be. Look, the NFL is is certainly, you know, sort of its own, its own universe a little bit. And, and, you know, everybody, everybody in sports understands, you know, that, that that's sort of its own thing. And the, the Packers certainly are, you know, when you look at, um, 
the top brands, you know, in the world uh, from a, a sports standpoint, you know, they are certainly, you know, in that top five conversations. So, you know, that's that's certainly, you know, it, we, we can't look at that as something that's, you know, sort of competition or or one of or you know that sort of thing. But it is certainly something that we understand, you know, is attainable where we are, and and you know it it goes to show the the loyalty and and kind of the the understanding of of fans um, in this state that you know look I mean when when I was growing up for you know the first half of my life the the Packers weren't um, weren't exactly tearing up the NFL um, <laughs> but you know they they had that sort of story and that identity throughout the state that just kind of carried on with people and I think that's what what we're we're trying to build um, you know we we talk a lot about sort of the um, and this is veering a little bit off the, the statewide thing, but I, I'll get back to that. But, um, you know, we talk a little bit about sort of the the lost generation of, of fans that, you know, for, you know, a, a good deal of time, we, you know, weren't necessarily consistent on the court. We weren't going out and, and giving people a reason to, to care. And so, um, you know, from that standpoint, we have to, to get beyond just, you know, kind of the, the five-county Milwaukee area, even though, yeah, that's where where a majority of our our ticket sales is coming from, and you know that's always going to be kind of the the immediate focus and the the day to day stuff that we're doing. Obviously, is going to touch them more, but you know we have to get out, you know, and and be a part of everything that's going on in the state. And that you know you mentioned the the bus tours uh, we're doing. You know, our we've just launched the the Bucks Foundation. We've been out doing you know youth clinics, free clinics, things like that throughout the state you know, sort of smaller efforts and things like that where, you know, again, we're just out and we're we're present and we're, you know, act, active in a way that, you know, is not us going out and saying, you know, come buy tickets. It's it's us just being kind of much more present in people's everyday lives. You know, I think one of the the first things when when I first moved here was, you know, and I was registering my cars, looking and seeing that, you know, I could get a, a Badger's plate or I could get a Packers plate, or I could choose, you know, one of two designs for Brewers plates, and I couldn't get a Bucks plate. Right. Um, you know, and that's that was a, a little bit of a, you know, one of the those first couple eye-opening things to me uh, when I first moved here of of kind of understanding, you know, what what job I had in front of me. Um, but now, you know, here on October 10th, where people are going to be able to go on and and start purchasing their Bucks plates. So, you know, we've certainly come a long way in the in the last four years. I'd say that's a, a great way to wrap things up along. I think you've been part of a, a, a long and uh, I think exciting journey so far. Hopefully we'll see uh, much more excitement over the next few years um, on the court as well as off. And Dustin really appreciate the time. This has been great. And uh, obviously we're rooting for you guys. So uh, we'll hopefully have a, a chance to talk about some, some good things uh, very soon again. Yeah. I look forward to, to talking about that championship parade here in a few years. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, Dustin. All right. Thanks, guys.